This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. From which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Forestieri, here's Hog Dini. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. My name is Justin, and I'm Carl. Good evening, Luther Blissett. How are you? I'm very good, thank you very much. Very good indeed. It's been a good week so far. Yes. Results, results have been all right, haven't they? They've been all right. And and I've been enjoying the football, which is something that I never thought yeah. I'd say. That's something we have not said <laughs> we haven't. for the best part of what? Months. It's, it's, it's very difficult. Very difficult for me to do a podcast and be positive. I'm, I'm going to be yes. going to be completely honest with you. I'm trying my best. I think the performances have been much improved. If we were to analyse um, why our games have been better recently, where would you say the changes come from? I think first and foremost, changing formation absolutely, and personnel in the formation has made the thing work really well. You look. Let's start at the front because I love starting at the front. I think now we've been talking that there's not enough mobility, um, you know, nobody in the running behind and that sort of thing. We've had a real threat, yep. but suddenly we have a threat because Pedro is mixing his game up really well, I feel. He's looking to get beyond. And I think if you look at yesterday's game, the number of times Will Hughes picked him out when he did make that run, and that makes a massive difference. Saar is beginning to relax and not just stand out on the touchline anymore. He is now coming off the line and joining in and ending up on the other side of the pitch almost as well. And mm. I think this has helped the team to be better. But what has really galvanised it, I feel, is the um, is the midfield. Uh, yeah. Gosling yesterday. Let's start with Gosling yesterday. I thought you'd have thought he'd been at the club for the last year or more. Yeah. I thought he's fitted in really well. Yep. He just ran out of legs, but we know he needed the fitness. So, you know, got him off and it'd be fine for weekend game if they wish to use him I thought he did very well complimented the other two players really well he can use the ball well he can get himself forward when needs to as well so that was brilliant um you look at cleverly I think people are beginning to uh I think appreciate what 
Tom cleverly actually brings to the team. Yep. I mean, he's captain at the moment and he's a captain by example and does it quietly, but makes a lot of noise with the way he works and, and the effort he puts in and what he applies and brings to the game. He's closing people down and he's getting them chasing the ball down into the box to close people down there so they can't get out easy. And he's leading by example in many, many ways and scoring goals while he's doing it. So that's uh, that's a thing. And then I think if you talk about a wild card, somebody that I think has really made a massive difference is Bill Hughes. Oh. Having somebody that can actually carry the ball in midfield, who can go by players, make space, and then also has got that ability to make the passes. And don't forget, he's also very competitive. I'm, you know, I'd be surprised if, you know, if the stats don't pour it out. How many, how many times he's actually got his foot in and close, but you know, closing the ball down and winning the ball back. Yeah. And uh, he's been a revelation for us in that midfield. And I think he's the one that has really knitted the midfield and the attack of the team together because he's also better defensively now than he probably was when he arrived. He really contributed enormously to the way the performances are. Because as you said yourself in, 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 the, in the preamble at the beginning, we're actually enjoying watching the games at the moment. Yeah. And mm. that we have not done for quite a while. If you think about the, the first game in this little run where we, we played and, and, and stuck six past Bristol City, yeah. the game previous to that was Coventry City, which was possibly the most dull game of football I've ever seen. So to, and the game we should have lost if they'd been a bit if they'd been a bit better in the boxes. Agreed. So from that to six nil was just. I mean, you know, you could say perhaps that Bristol City didn't have the best team out, but you've, like Carlos said previously, you can only beat what's in front of you. You know, we have come up against teams that have not been at their best, and we struggled. But on that day, the players went out and played with freedom, and and from that freedom they were playing with, they had a belief that came from within them mm. that. Mm. score goals they scored a lot of goals maybe didn't get enough shots on efforts at goal but they scored the goals and looked as if they could continue to do that throughout the 90 minutes which was very very pleasing I think um, I think from my point of view Will Hughes is showing the maturity that I've never seen from him before as a footballer he's he's willing to go and do all the dirty work track back win the ball break the play up and his, his ability to pass the ball and, and, and just move the play on yeah. is Different class and something to be fair, we haven't had in a long time. And I and I look back even to when people said Kapoue and Decore, yes, they were very good at, at playing off one another and they were, they did a particular job. But I, I don't I can't remember for a very long time that we've had a midfielder with with that maturity to go and, and be a workhorse mm. um, as as Will Hughes is showing. And as you've just touched on, I owe Tom Cleverley a massive apology um, because. On a, po- a podcast not too long ago, I-, yeah. I wasn't sure what he was, and I, I was questioning his um, his ability, firstly, and also what he brought to the team. But over the last few games since the, since the managers come in, to be fair, actually, I- I've seen it's like my eyes have been wet because the the guy is immense. What his work rate and his what he does actually in that midfield is something quite unbelievable for me at the moment and watching him and I love it when he when I see him on the ball and chasing people down and do it all and those two together just seem to have clicked they just seem to have snapped together and all of a sudden we've now got a situation where we were very you know static and not moving around very well and it was just a very just line of people now there's there's people running for each other we're moving we're moving the play forward yeah. and it all just seems to be you know it's brilliant at the moment it is and it's and it's hard our podcast generally over the last few months has been, oh, we're a bit 
crap, aren't we? And we're a bit <laughs> yeah. this. But now it's 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 the flip side, and it, yes. long may that continue because that's brilliant. Absolutely, it is, and I think you won't. You'll not be alone in reevaluating where Tom Cleverley mm. now sits in the level of performance and what this team is now doing. Mm. Um, I am really pleased that people are beginning to understand and see what he's able to do because you don't yeah. play United <laughs> the number of games. No, 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 no. Of course you don't. No, no of course you don't. No, absolutely. So, I think what he's done. And the way that he's done it. And yes, I think the formation and the fact that the way now the team is playing with a bit of freedom. And I think they've also now got a belief that they don't only have to play long balls. Long balls mm. now are, and we saw Will Hughes play a couple yesterday, especially those young 30 yard balls now that we play, they're now actually almost killing the opposition off because. We've now got pace. We've got Saar, obviously, has got great pace. Yeah. Pedro's got good pace. And Ken on the other side has got, got a bit of pace, not on the level of the other two, but he's got a good pace also to, to squeeze yeah. in. He, he's, I think Ken's physicality as well helps him out a little bit because he hasn't got that pace, but he can certainly muscle people off the ball, can't he? And Very well now, yes. Mix it up, yeah. In fact, his goal against Blackburn was that he, he didn't really have the pace, but his physicality managed to get him in front of that that player to, to yeah. squeeze it into the far corner. So yeah, the goalkeeper I thought was a bit suspect on that one. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pedro's goal. Oh, yes, a little oh. bit. Well Pedro's one, I think he has his problem, he hesitated the goalkeeper and Pedro just mm. like, you know, strikers do, especially if you've got a little bit of pace, you think I can get that. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. You know, his favourite. And I thought he did brilliant. He got there and I saw the ball go up and I thought, don't go over the bar, don't go well done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. yeah, good finish. It was a good finish. Great finish. Pedro was instrumental in the second goal as well. It was his shot. Mm. His uh, shot, yeah. Then saw brilliant reaction. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but, um, you know, play the ball in like he did. So again, the confidence and you see that belief through the team, because I think they no longer have to just think we can only create goals in one way. You know, what? so he hasn't got to be stuck out on the right hand side. Ken doesn't have to be stuck out on the left-hand side because now you see these players coming in. And yeah. And, it makes a yeah. difference in the way that we're playing. I, I almost feel like there's goals all over that team now as well. Yes. Even, even you know, players like uh, Messina bomb forward and Femenia bombs forward and it just creates the, the balls into the box. And you can almost see goals coming from everywhere, which, let's be honest, guys, I mean, we, we've sat here before chit-chatting. The goals were only going to come from a penalty, you know, Stuff yep. like that, and now, now look, you know, we went and put six past Bristol City the week before against Coventry. We were a million miles from that, a million miles from that. So I think the manager, whether they've actually listened to what you, we, the fans, have been saying, that things have to change. I, it's definitely us. They've definitely listened listen to this podcast, hundred <laughs> percent. You know, I think I think the fans fans know what they're watching. They know and they understand what they're watching, and I think. Fans, to a degree, they obviously understand and know the players obviously much better than what the manager at this moment in time does. If there are people who have watched the team and watched these players for a period of time are saying, this is not working, this needs to change to this. And even if he's just done it because he thought, this is what I have to do, I think I think reflects very well on the supporters. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think if I was going to be ultra critical, I would probably say you can't be you can't be justin it's too good things are going too well you can't be critical well we're not allowed in this podcast what do you both make of the substitutions that he he makes okay all right i'll give you that then but i think they're on the substitutions that is an issue um and that issue probably comes around because 
when it comes to fitness issues with players and wanted to give them minutes and that sort of thing. And for me, that is never an ideal way to have to make substitutions. Mm. Uh, mm. Substitutions are coming in and they're not often helping our situation on the pitch. When it comes on, they happen because, yes, we're resting somebody, we're getting some fresh legs on, but we're not continuing in the same manner that we were before the substitutions were made. And I think this yeah, is I, yeah. that, that has to be addressed and addressed very soon because if you have to do that, if these things are going to be done the last 20 minutes of games, you're also going to be up against the likes of your Norwich and your Swansea's and your Brentford's and, you know, the teams that are up there with you. And if they have got themselves right for them games, they will probably take advantage of the fact that we're out of sorts of that period, and that could and that could either you yeah. know a game we end up drawing or losing. Mm. I I never feel from the substitutions that we're going to push on and score more goals. Come you know during that or or carry on the momentum and and the games themselves. If you look at look at them, the the derby game towards the end, it was a bit of a you know squeaky bum time. Blackburn just just last night was squeaky bum time. We just seem to lose that impetus and that that drive to go forward to be able to go and get more goals just for our substitutions. And I, I I don't want to say it's a squad depth, but I I don't know. I just I think I'll I'm, tell you what I think it is, Carl. I think what it needs to be when changes are made, you need to have a plan for when you make those changes for how yeah. the team itself responds to the changes because we're not in that position at the moment where we do like for like and it, it yeah, yeah. seamless seamless changes in that when we're doing at the moment we uh you know there is difference in the players and confidence levels and that sort of thing so there needs to be a really coherent plan so when that is done the players go on and they know this is what i need to work on because this is how the team is now going to adapt to the changes and I don't think we're adapting to the changes well I, I thought yeah. Wil- Wilmot looked lost last night when he came on I thought he just looked yeah. really lost yeah but I mean Ben Wilmot is a tricky one isn't he because it, it, he was kind of signed on a, as a as a centre back I'm right in saying I'm pretty yeah. sure Stevenage had him as a centre cent- mid yeah they're trying to convert him to a centre mid and they're trying now to convert him back although they played him for and it, at Swansea he was um, centre back wasn't he Mm. So I, I think that personally, I think he will be a very good centre midfield as a, as a defensive midfielder to try and close games out and so forth. Um, he's never really made me think, oh wow, what a confident central defender because he, he's too young. He's, he's too, too, and he is young, and but I think he's a very good player, and I think he's I think he's a big prospect for the for the club. Prospect wise, he's he's got a lot to offer, and I think it's a case of a settled team that is moving forward together mm. as a group to have somebody of that ability in there can only be good another year 18 months down the line yeah I think the the other person I'd, I'd pick on especially from last night's game would be Zinkanakel who I feel mm. is really is really struggling to adapt to the game to, well, to, the, to, to the level sorry to interrupt you Carl don't you think that when he comes on now especially last night he feels he, he's got a short period of time to impress impress yeah he's tr- yeah and yeah. that's not the idea. When you go on, you have to go on there and you've got a job to do mm, and you yeah. build what the team has been doing or mm. continue what the team is doing. And I think at the moment he's trying to show that he's worth a place in the team. And, and Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. He's not He's not really hit the ground running. And it, I, I guess it's difficult coming from a foreign country to, to, to the championship. You know, I'm not a professional footballer by a long stretch, but um, 
yeah, he. I, I agree with that. He's he's almost trying too hard or do the basics right, do them really well, and then you'll progress. I think that's that's kind of where where he is. But Dan Goslin, I know you mentioned him at the beginning. Oh, great, fantastic. Yeah, you know, long may that continue. And he, and he creates uh, he creates selection headaches if he can um, if he can push on that. No, impressive with that. So at this moment in time, I think we just need to keep the faith as we've been doing. But more to the point, we need to keep a level head about this. Yes, we were saying things weren't great. Now we're saying, yes, things are much improved. Let's not ca- get carried away. No, no, no. no. Develop, row over the next few weeks and months into the end of season and hopefully we find ourselves in a good place. I think we've chosen the right time in the season to start showing some momentum and, and yeah. showing these kind of results because if you can keep well, that going yeah. now... Much more chance mm. of getting promotion, I think. If you if you peak too early, then drop off. Obviously, that's not so easy. Um, well, I, I've just that's a, a massive uh, point you raised there, and and as we know, coming up very shortly, we've got the uh, the Luther Blissett Derby, as I like to refer to it, Absolutely. and 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 they're a they're a team that have probably, if I'm right in saying, have peaked a little bit early, and yeah. are now I know they've had their managerial issues as well as us, but they are starting to um, to drop off slightly. Yeah, I think they need. They're a team at this moment in time that needs to find. They need to find their game, the game that will best suit getting them out of where they are and getting them back to winning ways. And the confidence and the belief will come not, from not, that. Not, not too soon, though, please. <laughs> no, 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 obviously not. But, <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's where they are at this moment in time, and it could be an opportunity for Watford on Saturday to take advantage of that. Yeah, yeah. If we can carry this momentum, this performance level, this belief at this moment, um, this positivity that all, all the players are, are, are having, I mean, it could, could pay rewards. I, I know I was going to just ask your opinion on, Luther, before we kind of move on and um, and discuss a couple of other things. But uh, Bournemouth, I know this is a Watford podcast, but it, it's something because you're an ex-player, I'm, I'm interested in your opinion. Bournemouth built up a, you know, they, they were very much in recent times doing a Watford come from, you know, for virtually going out of the, out of the division coming up with Eddie Howe. Uh, I know he left to, to go to Burnley for a short period of time, but come back. They, they very much built that club around Eddie Howe and, and similarly, and, uh, and the, the bit that I want to kind of get across is Watford did a similar thing with Graham Taylor, mm-hmm. you know, very much built the club around that. And, and when Graham Taylor left, Watford suffered for, for a good few years before it, you know, it, it, it started to kick on. Now I'm, I'm wondering to myself from an outsider looking in, is this what we're looking at with Bournemouth potentially? Because they've built that, they've had that that success. Are they potentially looking at, you know, the, the struggling again? Or I'm not saying going back down to where they were because their the chairman's very well off and so forth. But what's your what's your sort of outtake on Eddie and where they, they kind of find yeah, themselves I, at the moment? I understand and I, and I take on board what you're saying and the similarities are, they are very close. Mm. I think Major difference in all of this is when Graham left and then the manager that we brought in came in with a plan of what he wanted to do and probably didn't um, really look at what Watford had evolved into. And I think that's where the issue came from with that one. The difference thing here, there's been a continuity with the way they want things done, but their problem is they lost key players from that team. Mm. Which has made which has made the problem, and they, as I said, they just need to now settle. They've decided they've decided this manager is going to be the one to take them to the end of the season, and they just need to just get on board now and find their game. And I think that's the thing. 
the way they're playing at the moment is not the Bournemouth way of playing that we've got used to seeing over the past few years. And they need mm. to rediscover that. And it's not going to be the same game. It's going to be a bit different about it, but they need to find that game. That will then allow them to make their way back up the table. Well, it's going to be an interesting game, I think, on Saturday. Mm. Um, be good. Yeah. And then after that, we've got Wickham, which, uh, again, I think is going to be quite an interesting game because uh, they... And Forest. And then Forest, yeah. Yeah, I wonder we're, if... Uh, we're a bit of a high as well. Yeah, <laughs> well, they are. And I wonder if we're going to have two of our ex-players playing against oh, us. Can um, you imagine how oh, they're going to be ready? Going to be up for Glenn, it, Murray, Glenn Murray will be up for that. He will... He'll want that. Yeah, he will, you. wouldn't he? He'll want that. If that was me, yeah. 100%, 100%. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Luther, just very quickly before we let you go, because I know you're a, you're a busy man. We've recently had a, an anniversary many years ago. You and uh, GT came back to rescue us. Just yeah. um, just really just want to sum that up, what that was like, you know, your your, your feelings and, and, you know, it's it. That is my era. Of, of, of supporting Watford that was my time where you know things were beautiful again and we were we were the talk of the town so just give us your your insight into, into that well when I was asked to come back obviously excited coming back to Watford and you know be on the coaching staff yes in a precarious position you know relegation looked ominous and I remember one of our conversations having watched that first game being part of that very first game and Graham says, says the players don't look as if they've got anything in their legs whatsoever. You know, they just look as if they're just shot to pieces already. So it was all back then felt it was going to be a very difficult task to stay up. And mm. yes, we, it, we went down in the end and it was sort of this was a distinct possibility having seen a couple of the early games. So it was a case of a building for the next season and then ultimately, you know, to get us back up and as we did in 99. So it was a case really of getting Watford back to being Watford, where the players are playing there for Watford again and not just coming here playing because maybe they're getting good money or that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And that was the main thing that he looked, Graham looked to build, whether it was to get players back to wanting to play for the shirt, play for the fans. That is what made Watford the club it, it is. And well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was a part of everything that we did. To, to do that. Just very quickly, I, I just think that some of Graham's, you know, signings during that time, you know, when we went down and we, we've been fortunate, you know, Peter Kennedy's, Nick Wright's, Alan Smart's, mm. just those players that had something to prove and, yeah. and to, you know, to, to push on and, you know, also players that we, we brought up, Gifton Noel Williams and, and, and so forth. It was, a, it was a brilliant time, fantastic team. You know, John O, you go for that whole team. Michael Hyde, who never got the recognition he deserved. Alec Chamberlain, you know, for Alec. Chambers, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Alec Chamberlain and get him in the way we did was just phenomenal. And what Pagey, is- Pagey Paul, you know, it's just you get, the list goes on. Darren Baisley. It's a case of what you have, what you can get, and it's been a chef. And, Je- and Graham was a very, yeah. got all the pieces. And then, you know, we, we worked his magic over it. And, you know, they produced Premier League, first time in Watford's history. So, yeah. Again, an amazing, amazing period for the club. Oh, brilliant, it was. brilliant. It was. Just um, before we let you go, just um, I'm, I'm sure you speak to him, but um, Kenny, uh, we obviously wish him well and hope he's hope he's feeling better soon. Um, I'll, be, yeah. I, I'll, I'll be. I'll probably give him a call later on. Also, Andy Rankin, who uh, I'm speaking to at the moment, who's had one or two issues over the past couple of seasons. So we're looking to get him involved again because this is what the Good. players' club is all about. And yeah. we contact with him again, and I've spoken to him, 
and we're at the moment trying to raise funds to buy him a, a chair and an iPad so he can then communicate with family and friends again. Wow, that's great. That's great. Well, do send on our regards. Uh, Absolutely. And um, and, uh, and also Keith Mercer. We had Keith Mercer who's had a, a, a stroke himself. Yep. And yeah. Doing all we can to help him back. And again, it's communication and being able to talk to people and you know evoke one or two memories. That helps these, these people back to, to where they once were. And that's what we're attempting to do. You're doing no, a fine exactly. job, mate. You do a lot for, yeah. lot for the club and the community. So you definitely do. hats off to you, mate. Luther Blissett, once again, it's been absolutely wonderful having your company. Thank you for giving us some of your time. It was a pleasure talking to you. It's a, it's a good football conversation and very positive one today. And we can look forward to the forthcoming game with optimism, as they say. Yes. Thanks. Lovely. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Luther. Cheers. Hi, this is Peter Kennedy, and you're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Well, that was a nice chat with Lufa there. It's always good to catch up with him. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, it's always nice to have a, an insight from, from somebody that's obviously played for the club and, you know, been there and done it kind of thing. So, yeah. no, it was, um, yeah, really good, really good. It is and good. Like, and and as, as I say, it's, it's strange, isn't it? Because we're, we're optimistic and we're we looking are. forward to, to Bournemouth. We are. I, 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 actually, I actually sit and sit down now and watch games and think, this is more like it, which is not something that I've enjoyed up until no. the last sort of five weeks. So, you know, to see us scoring freely, um, there's still a few questions perhaps defensively. Come on, we, we've scored a lot Watch of goals. Watch the highlights now, so I know, so I know it's better. Because yeah. Because before, Didn't I bother. you no. know, in Watford put on their website, oh, the short highlights or the extended highlights. Yeah. Guess what? I don't want to watch 45 minutes of a nil-nil draw. No. I uh, really don't. And what are the highlights in that anyway, exactly? Yeah. Throw-ins, probably. Sake, I mean, yeah. Deeney taking throw-ins. Goals. <laughs> yeah. So, Troy Deeney's going to take a throw-in. Oh, here we go. That yeah, that's good. a highlight. I must I must yeah. set some time aside to watch that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's been a lot better. There's no denying it. It's just been much more fun to watch. One thing that did frustrate 100%. me slightly, though, was... Cool. Well, you know, so... Everyone's been down on the team, rightly. You know, only the most obsessive, happy clapper that is deluded has seen anything positive up until the Bristol City game, really. I mean, there were a few highlights, but few and far between. But social media lit up with... Well, what are you going to do now, moaners? Now that, you know, after we'd won one game and you think, well, it's one game. You know, we're still, Mm. we don't know what's going to happen next. And and in hindsight, yeah, we won the next three. But I'm still not convinced that we are, now that's it, we're solid. And now we're going to be the finished article. I still think there's too too far to go, too many games to play. It's the championship. It's unpredictable. Yep. We are, as you just said, one game away from a really, you know, poor showing. And we're, yep. we're almost not back to square one, but what's happened is kind of forgotten about because that's the championship. And you can put a run together of, you know, like we've just done. You know, we've just put four four games together and we're joint second with, with Brentford. You know, Norwich is starting to creep away a little bit. They need stopping. So, we, you know, we're still very much reliant on, on teams in and around us to you know, well, cock up. It's probably and also a good thing for that us we, to just it, carry on this momentum. But as as you said when we were talking to Luva, we've started at the right point. This is the right point of the season yeah. to start kicking on and, and yeah. try and get up the up the league. Yeah. Unless definitely. you can sustain it from beginning to end, which is rare. I mean you're talking teams like Liverpool <laughs> that can do that or Man City that can do that. Yeah, it's, but that's not the Watford way, is it? It we, never has been. We're two ways where start really badly, get to Christmas, do well. Yeah. Or start really well 
get to Christmas, <laughs> yes. do crap. There's something yeah, about the festive the, season the, for what the two, yeah. the two Watford ways, and yeah. I've got used to that now. Yeah, I have as well. But I, I just, you know, in my heart of hearts now, I think mm. we've got a chance not only yep. of going up, but going up automatically, which is probably yep. a really... Yeah, yeah. It could be a really no, no, silly thing to say, but that's my personal opinion. If we carry this on, and I can't see any reason why we won't, unless we get no, injuries. No, or... no. I, if you look at the fixtures, the division by the the gods of football have adjudicated that we're going to play all of the teams that are in and around us on the f- final four or five games of the season. Yeah, that's never fun. With them lot, with them lot up the road as well, in, involved in that. Yeah, as well. I'm not We've too worried about them. I've got to be honest. I mean, because that's a no, derby. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. You know, um, but you just know. So, so Carl, it, it, go on. Would you take automatic promotion but losing to that lot up the road, or would you take playoffs but beating them up the road? You know what? People are going to absolutely do me for this, but you need to hear my reasoning. Oh. I would take. I can't believe I'm about to say this. You thinking of the finals or something here? Automatic and lose to them and go up. And here's my reasoning why. Listen to me. This is the reason. I can't go. Chances are we're not going to go to Wembley. So if we get into the playoffs, I'm not going to go to any of those games. I'm not going to see those games. If you said to me, however, if you twist that slightly and go, you can go to all the games. Hundred percent. Well, I beat it, them and go go to the playoffs. I thought the I thought I saw mentions of that the playoffs could be. Having fans, 10,000 10, people. Well, it's a one in ten maybe. chance. Well, well, one in yeah, one. yeah, no, yeah, maybe. But look, you know that, that that's yeah. But then we're going to have a, a, a separate podcast about oh, who should go to the playoff final? Well, who deserves to go? Because I you've agree. had so many tickets bought for. I don't yeah, it'll be care ballot about again. It'll that. be a ballot again, wouldn't it? You know, basically. that's not what it's about. Yeah, I, there's so much going on in the world that I don't I'm not interested in any of that. I think it's. It's more important to, to look at it. If if you give me now what you've just said, automatic promotion, yes, we have to lose to them. Fine. I've dealt with it before. I'll deal with it again. But we're in the Premier League. Yeah. You know, and, and they stay in this division. Well, I will then... I will agree with you because... Good. Going right. up I don't auto- feel too bad saying well, it. My reasoning is going up automatically will be yeah. remembered, but who yes. you lost to and who you beat on the way there... Probably no, won't. no, no. And at no mm. point would you go, yeah, we we went up automatically, oh, but we did lose to them up the road. You just, you just, you wouldn't even be mentioned. No, it would I be mean, forgotten. as long as we, right, we lose one nil. Oh, hang on, now you're caveating it now, so we can only lose no, one yeah, nil. We lose, we, we <clears> lose <throat> one. Yeah, because I'm not having Jake, right, Justin. We're still talking about a four nil. <laughs> well, yeah, victory at, yeah, we at are. Kenilworth Road. Yeah, twenty like, twenty four years, years later. later. Yeah, you are. We you're right. To Peter Kennedy based on that, so we can't. You're we right. can't have it both ways. You're I'm absolutely sorry. right. Well, yeah, but I'm not going to listen yeah. to the "Do Not Lose Your Hat" uh, podcast yeah. or whatever their God. one's called. You know, do not lose your stupid yeah. clock. Sorry, it's do not lose your <laughs> hat. That's what it is. <laughs> Whatever their <laughs> podcast equivalent may be, we're not very good. Oh, we're scum or whatever that, it is. It's it's a great. And do you know what, guys? This is this is this podcast because you've literally just thrown that upon me. Yeah. I had no no planning for that question. Well, I just thought of it. So I, I'd I just, need to sit down. I'd need to sit down and properly look at the facts. And you need some calculators and, and you... charts. No, I just think that that'd be forgotten as a game. So I'm sure mm. in in every other season where we've been promoted. In fact, the the Boothroyd era we had a lovely little string of results and then we lost to Millwall at home some really crap game of football yeah and then we picked it up again now I remember that just because I remember being there and thinking how did we lose to Millwall but at the end of the day no one puts congratulations Watford for winning the league or winning the playoffs but you did lose to Millwall at home it's just forgotten so 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Because the certain game. I mean, I just talking about Millwall very quick. I remember going to Millwall and actually smashing. It was six one. Yeah, sure it was. It was six one. Yeah, yeah. being in there and dreading the trip home because you have to go down the little cage thing back to the station. Yeah, like a cage bear. I'm yeah. thinking, <laughs> oh my god, we're gonna we're gonna absolutely get it out because they were not happy. They no. were not happy that day. No, no, that wasn't good. Now we have a bit. But of yeah, a... It's, it's, it is weird since just certain games. Like you think, do you know what we'll? Um, We'll be comfortable here yeah. and we'll win it. Um, and dare I say it, I, I don't want to predict the future, but a game let's, such as Wickham, let's just assume that we have a really good result against Bournemouth because we're on a high flyer. We'll automatically come into that game against Wickham thinking bottom, they're bottom of the league, yeah. really struggling. We're, yeah. we're going to win this. They're the games we lose. Yeah. And we, we traditionally do. Yeah, you know? and I, no, you be too. I, I, don't, I, I hope I'm wrong. It, it just, yeah, it is. It's just we do pull those out of the bag now and again. But we're always there never to easy help. Support in Watford. No, it's not. But we're always there to help out the team that's not doing well. So typically, you'll watch a game on a telly or something, and they'll come up with some sort of stat like, "Well, of course, it's been 270 minutes since they even scored a goal." And you think, "Well, they're going to score." Yeah, today, we, aren't we they, give yeah? them a goal. Yeah. Or, yeah. or you know, they've they've uh, they've lost three in a row. And you think, "Not today." So yeah. we are quite charitable. No one tells you that though. The first time you go through the turnstiles, so I think they should give you a sheet before you go in. And go right. When I listen, signed the contract, I yeah. never saw it. <laughs> yeah, they should say before you go in. I just need to let you know this isn't going to be an easy ride. You will get fed up with this team. You are going to see some terrible football <laughs> from time to time, but there will be some good days, and they will come once there every. There will be some of, good days. Yeah, yeah, and 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 the highs will be very high, and they'll come once every five years. And enjoy them while you can, because it will be another five years before we see them again. If I'd have seen that the way, and I probably would have gone, yeah, all right, I'm up for that. That's all right. But you don't see that at all. You just think, I'm going to go watch some football. You get hooked no, into it and I, it becomes, you know. You, you know what people say to you during like bad times, especially at the moment, they say to you, they say, um, you know, there's always, always somebody worse off than yourself. Yeah. And that's what I always try and think about whenever I'm a Watford fan and I come back from a game and, you know, I, I travel 300 well, miles somewhere. There's and one way terrible. to... And I think, I think I could support Walsall. Well, or I could support scum, you know. And there's just... a there's a very quick way actually of bringing your life up a bit, and that's to switch on AFTV because <laughs> yes. they're all on and going Robbie. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Yeah, get involved in that. Yeah. yeah, they're just always My moaning. AFTV is just one of those things. You think, how can you just have so much to moan about all the time? It's it, really bad. it is the gift that keeps on giving, though. It is, isn't it? Exactly you is. just think, I'm just going to have a drink and settle down, and I'm going to switch that on and just see what they've been saying. And they're just yeah. on there going, oh, you know. In all my years of supporting Arsenal, oh, this is brilliant. I love it. I love it. We um, a true, very quick true story. We we came out of um, the FA Cup game when we beat the. Uh, no, well, sorry, no, complete lie. It wasn't the FA Cup game. We lost to Millwall in the FA Cup the week before, and then we were playing Arsenal the following week at the Emirates. Yeah, this was this February. Was during, uh, yeah, time. February eight seventeen. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, I don't really want to go to Arsenal because we're going to get smashed because we were dreadful against against uh, Millwall. Yeah. We came out with one. It was like, oh my God, we've won. We were singing, coming down. The and they were recording on the on the, the, the steps as it goes over the bridge back towards the railway station. Right. And we were just stood there for a solid, like, sort of five, ten minutes singing Watford songs. about. And then all of a sudden, you just like, when you're in a, I don't know if you've ever experienced yourself, but you're in a pub and, so, and you just think, oh, it feels a little bit little bit warm in here little, the, the atmosphere's a little bit changed and I don't quite like it anymore and it was just like we need to go they were there was it just went off there oh really people everywhere the really? security there was, oh uh... god and the the guy I don't know if you've ever seen him the guy with the the red headphones uh he, he always wears these sort of red headphones I know the guy you're on, on about, yeah. Arsenal TV yeah 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 quite a lot and he, he said that he said 
to me, said, um, who, I'll exclude the, the swear words that were involved in this exchange, but it was, who do you think you are? Yeah. And I said, we're the team that have just upset you rather a lot. Yeah. And he just, I, he, he took his headphones down off of his, because he was still chatting to me with his headphones on, because yeah. he doesn't listen to anything on them, no. put them around his neck. Yeah. And threw me the bird. Right. Give me the, yeah. the bird. Yeah. And that, that was the best, was fantastic that I could take that away from me that I'd upset yeah. him. Oh, yeah, good. But they, I think they upset who themselves. Do you, who do you think you are? <laughs> I was like, who do you think you are wearing headphones to football? What's up with you? Yeah, there is something a bit peculiar about all that. But I just love watching it. Just like Robbie just tries to find something positive and he sticks the microphone across her. So what did yeah, you make I, of that then? And then she's moaning for about 10 minutes. DJ, DJ, the, the guy with all the tattoos up his neck and the baseball cap, he he, um, he blocked me on Twitter. Oh, did he? You yeah. upset him as well virtually yeah, he, then? Yeah, he, he can uh, he can exchange, he can give it out, he can throw it out left, right and centre, but he cannot take it. No. Oh, it's just great. No. It's great. I mean... It is good. That whole, the, the best period of that, and I don't really want to talk about Arsenal, this is a Watford, but anyway, the best period for that was when it was the whole Wenger in, Wenger out thing, and, and the, yeah. the the half and half, and they were just scathing about him, and you think, this is the guy that's brought you all that success, yeah, and yeah. basically turns your club around. The most, successful, the most successful manager in your club's career. Yeah, and there was they were putting signs up and, you know, saying, oh, we want him out, and then there's another lot that wanted to keep him in, and it was just an absolute treat to watch, and it still comes up on my Facebook watch occasionally, and I think, oh, look, Arsenal lost, I'm going to watch this, and what they're doing now is they I don't know how quite they're doing it, but they're watching they, a game. They sit in a room, don't they? So they I, sit in a, in so a, in I a assume room. they're all yeah. in the same bubble or whatever, let's not get involved in that, but... They sit in a room and you can't see what's going on, but by the way they're talking, you know it's gone <laughs> against them. They what go is... off camera to. <laughs> it's just excellent. Oh, it's what brilliant. a great idea! Someone, yeah, the, the person who come up with that as a concept, hats off. That's fantastic. Basically, what we're saying, just to sum up, is that there's always always somebody worse off than you. And it's an Arsenal score. And it's usually someone on AFTV. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But yeah. I think we need to start a WTV now. That's what we need to do. We need to get a camera and a microphone and stand outside. You well, know. we tried. I think we. I think the, the young lads over at WD18 have do a similar thing. Just oh, do not they? quite. It just tends to be the same people on. Yeah, I, I, I just need old moaners. I want the same old moaners every week like they do. Yeah, I, we need a guy. <laughs> yeah. An old guy with a, a hat with like yeah. holes in his jumper. Yeah, exactly. Can of can of Stella on the go. And, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I've right. been coming here since 1967. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. This is you be don't good. understand me. <laughs> yeah, and all that. Yeah, that's what's needed. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, so there you go. There is someone always worse off than yourself, and it's usually an Arsenal fan. There you go. Good stuff. Always, Questions. I think we've got a yes. couple. Okay, so we have some questions. Um, Hemel has said, when do you think away fans will be let into football stadiums and what would your ideal away day be after lockdown? So what would your ideal away day be after lockdown? I will let you go first because I'm that kind of guy. Okay, uh, going to assume we've been promoted, are we? Up to you. Well, okay, so let's let's deal with the first part first. The first part is when you can be allowed back into stadiums. I'm not sure because hasn't it, has it changed slightly? Obviously, we don't think we're going back into tiers, are we, after we... The, the way that they've done it is basically the football season ends before we can go back unless you're in, you know, FA Cup final playoffs, that sort of thing. Right. But theoretically, nobody's going to be allowed back until next season. I don't necessarily think, based on the government's, what they've already said, is going to be any reason to say that away fans won't be allowed to grounds because right. it will be, you know, full capacities as, as of as of then. Right. So let's assume it's next season then. Let's assume we've been promoted. Yep. 
I'd like somewhere, possibly a North London club, Tottenham, Arsenal, something like that. Um, you haven't been to Tottenham's new ground, have you? I haven't, which is probably why I'd like to do it, because I've not been to their it's new stadium. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Let's say, you say Spurs then. Everybody has said that, and also I've got family that are Spurs fans, so it'd be nice to go there and perhaps all, all go together, sit in our opposite ends and then come together at the end again. So that would be nice for me. What about yourself? So for me, now this is what people that go to regular away days will, will appreciate. This is my ideal away day. So at roughly 6am in the morning, mm. I will be standing on the corner of my road with a uh, large case of any designated lager <laughs> under my arm. Right. I will be picked up in a in a vehicle and driven to somewhere ridiculously north of the country in the summer, of course, because it's going to be early on in the season. So yes. it's going to be a nice warm day. August. And yeah. we will, uh, between us, we will consume said case of lager. We will then uh, we will then stop off halfway for some breakfast uh, along the A1, maybe. Sorry, Let's sorry, Carl. May I interrupt you here? You've had the lager yeah. before breakfast. Is that what you're telling me here? Yes, okay. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not judging, go on. Yeah. No, no, that's fine, just go with me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, along the A1, so we'll, we'll stop off somewhere, have some breakfast, a little bit of a chit-chat, back in the van, up to, we're going to say Newcastle. That's where we're going. So we're okay. off to Newcastle. Right. Yeah. Up to Newcastle, uh, we then uh, consume said case of lager, park up, into a pub, not too far a walk from the ground. Good few beers in there. Yeah. Still, but by that time, I'm still able to focus on said game. Yeah. We have a nice, comfortable win, a nice 3-0 away from home. Yeah. Now, this is the choice. In my idea, if I went to Newcastle, as I've done previously, it's stay up there. Yeah. So we stay in a hotel. We have a good old night out in the town. Yeah. Nice restaurant, bit of food, off to bed, and then trudge back the next day. Yeah. Or... Failing that, it's back in the van, another case of lagers, wow. and I will fall through the door for my wife to pick me up at around about half twelve PM very soon. AM. So that's been an eighteen hour an eighteen hour day for you then, basically. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And that's my ideal away day. This sounds less to do with football and more to do with having a drink and going it's, out for a night to me. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest. Over the years, and, and again, people that have, that have done it, it becomes, especially being a Watford fan for some reason, it becomes very much football becomes the second reason that you're going. Right. It's all about the, the experience. And listen, atmospheres, seeing new places. Yeah. You know, I've been to some right souls in the uk justin <laughs> really let me tell you <laughs> are you gonna yeah, name names right. here are you gonna pick uh, some highlights uh, out for us burnley okay not a burnley, good ground or not I, a nice place I say, but i can say comfortably at burnley if you ever go to burnley away the cricket ground at the back of the ground just around the court they accept away fans do a lovely pie and chips homemade right about four quid right beautiful right and it's little things like that that you sort of pick up and you go oh we used to go here and southampton you know like loads of places that i've been to and you see different parts of the country. But when we go to away days, especially FA Cup, I want to go to, you know, Scumthorpe away yeah. or, you know, somewhere crap, somewhere really crap. Yeah. Banana Man just, costume just so, optional. Yeah. 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 That, that was Woking. Yeah, Woking. yeah. 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 But just somewhere really, really bad. Just so that you can just soak it all up. And it's yeah. just that it's a story and it's, you know, all those things. And during yeah. lockdown, that's mate, I've missed that so much. Honestly. Yeah. That's the biggest part. Home games are the same thing because it's Vicarage Road. It's close to your heart. Walking up Vicarage Road, it always gives you the you know the hairs and your your arms and your neck stand up. But it's, it that's does. home, isn't it? That's, it is. That's where you you you're there to watch the football, and it's 
you know, that's that's your day. But mm. when you go away from home, it's just a different experience for me. And it's it's not necessarily about like people said to me before. Oh, it's just, it just sounds like you're on the beer. Yeah, okay. There's a lot of beer involved, but <laughs> I, I could do it without the beer, and I've done it without the beer. I've driven before. I've I've taken a load of. I, I drove once. I, I uh, where I worked, I took a, a, a minibus and I drove all of us up to Newcastle. Didn't didn't touch a drop, mm. you know. But I had the best time. And like again, I can't repeat some of the stuff that went on because it was yeah, like, yeah. what are we doing? Yeah. But it was just it was honestly it was amazing, and um, it's that's probably been the hardest thing for me for since like football's football stopped. It's that, and mm. um, I. I can imagine, you know, we talk about, and I don't want to go all depressive here, but you talk about men's depression and mm. we're not very good at talking with each other about how we're feeling and, and, and stuff like that. And, you know, Luther being on earlier, Luther does a lot in the community, but yeah, yeah. hopefully this podcast that me and you are done, which is basically two guys, although we're we're drinking Cobra yes. over the internet. Other beers are available, but yeah. yeah. Other beer, of course, <laughs> other beers are available. Um, but it's basically just two guys drinking in a pub, chatting about football nonsense, really. But That's, that's what I hope it you, is. Yeah. 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 But actually, when you, when you dig down into it, that's the stuff I miss. Yeah. I miss that massively. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, without doubt. Really bad. Yeah, yeah, without doubt. I mean, there is obviously the banter on social media, but that's quite removed, and yeah, there's a lot of idiots yeah. out there as well. There's a lot of good people. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of good people. Of course, there is. Um, we've got some lovely followers on our social media. I mean, our, our Facebook now. We've got some regular contributors and people that mm. you know join. It's great. It's absolutely lovely. So, hello to you. No, it is. You know it's, who you are, by the good. way. It's good. It's it's brilliant. It's yeah. like you just said. You know, t- uh, the Twitter things now taking off. Facebook's yeah. really taking off, and and it it feels like it's not just me and you. Yeah, sitting in a pub talking. Well, anymore. it feels like we're talking to. So all of all the guys that are that's what contributing I want. you and we're and we're all having a drink together exactly hopefully yeah. hopefully at the end of all this you know in the in not too distant future we can actually bloody do it well I think so and the other thing is as well I think you know once we are back and running and life is back to normal you know we should probably all meet somewhere everyone that's kind of contributed and got involved and mm. we should all meet each other and say hello I, I know you know a lot of them already but uh, there's certainly I don't. I, I don't know a lot of people. That, no, so. no, it'd be good. Yeah, yeah it'd be good. excellent. No, definitely. Nice. Here you go. There's an invitation there for when that uh, when we're finally allowed to meet up. We'll uh, we'll get together and have a beer and have a chat and yeah, nice. Hi, this is Jay Demerit, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm going away with a nice feeling this evening. Normally, I hit stop on the uh, on the record, and I think, oh, I've got to listen to all, all of that again tomorrow, and I edit it, and then I listen to it and go, ugh. But it's been a joy tonight. It's been nice to finally be able to praise the team and look at the uh, the bright side a bit, because that's been dimmed, isn't it? The brightness has been dimmed uh, down Definitely. to a dim glow, and you can, you know, there's almost light at the end of the tunnel, and you think, mm, but, you know, the football's improved, the results have improved, and I now go into games feeling confident that we can win them which is not something that you know for the past four or five months i've actually felt so no definitely not definitely we did a poll on our facebook uh, uh it was on the facebook stories to say will watford get promoted automatically this season 100 percent of people that responded said yes wow so there's obviously confidence amongst our listeners which is good so yeah and they should be they should be confident it's, it's been good and as you as we've covered we we i think we're we're going into this this run of games at the right time definitely long may it continue
Thank you very much for listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Always lovely to have your company. Um, we do have a look at the stats, and we're getting more listeners, so that's very encouraging. If you've uh, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Thank you for uh, choosing to listen to us. Hopefully, uh, you'll continue to listen to us as well. Uh, at this stage, I don't think we've got any more special guests lined up yet, but uh, a few names have been banded around between us that we would like to get on. Yeah, we've got our solicitors involved, and we you know we're trying to <laughs> sort of deal out. But we'll get there. It will be fine. We'll get there. So uh, hopefully we'll get some more special guests on as well at some point. My concern to you, mate, is close season. I think think we're going to finish in May and pick it up again in August. Because I'm not sure there's going to be much to talk about between May and August. You know what I mean? It could be a bit of a quiet, bit of a fallow period. Yeah. I haven't thought that through yet. We'll see. I I mean, we may be be able to get some... uh, some people to cover us for the uh, for the months that we're away. We may, so yeah, I see. Like, yeah, yeah, like holiday. Yeah, we're off on holiday, but you're sitting in. Yeah, I see what you mean. Oh, we could yeah. even cover the Euros because they're supposed to be going ahead, aren't they? So we might be able to talk a little. They bit are, about the yeah. Euros as well, no, England. I mean, being a Watford fan is stressful. Being an England fan, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm normally abroad when England play, right? For some reason, right. So generally speaking, I'm always in a foreign country and being the only guy. Jumping up and down in an England shirt yeah, and all the yeah. Spanish or Greeks <laughs> or wherever I am. Uh, <laughs> Gings is doing it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they must be used to that by now, you'd have thought. Yeah, probably, yeah. I mean, loony England fans in. Anyway, yes. Um, so thank you very much for listening and we will be back again soon. Until next time, it's goodbye from me. And as always, it's goodbye from me. See you later. Ta-ta. Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.